0: cockpit door down, take the two pilots that have already made the sacrifice so that you can face this challenge, dispose of them all. control into a nosedive, Hulk Hogan.
1: Talk about your Psalms. Talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Hey, you want to go to war? You want a war? You're going to get one. One day, beats its final beat. His lungs breathe the final breath. I am Ultimate Warrior. You are the Ultimate Warrior fans. And the spirit of Ultimate Warrior will run forever.
2: Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Wrestling Asylum podcast. Um, joining me this week, we have Kurt Ward. David Lee and the Cockney geezer himself, Rocco.
3: You right, lads? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You?
2: Yeah, good, thanks, Rocco.
0: Yeah, all good, mate. Yeah, all good.
2: Nice one, Dave. You okay, mate? I'm good. Ah, oh, nice one. Okay, um, this episode we're really just going to focus on uh, a, a preview to this Sunday's WrestleMania. Um, we'll have a, a chat about the uh uh the, the matches and and the, and the the build up to to wrestlemania um Kurt, i'll start with you mate whats your, what's your what's your take been on on the build up to Wrestlemania thirty one have you think it's been been built pretty well
3: um I think it's 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 like any th- sporting event you know when you get into that that week build up I think the final week that's when you see it really you know reach its fever pitch and I think um you're seeing that on social media for example they're they're really plugging it and I, I think yeah they're building up fine, I think the card itself may you know maybe it looks on paper not as as strong as other wrestlemanias, I suppose, but you know we are all hoping to be pleas- pleasantly surprised i think The main event, we're still not sure what's going to really happen and I think that's good for fans because in in today's wrestling world, the fans seem to know as much as the guys who are behind the scenes and we're still not sure what's going to happen in the main event. On the last podcast, I think we we all looked like we were sure that Roman Reigns was going to win the the title and me personally, I'm not really of that opinion anymore. I think Brock Lesnar's going to retain. So I I think it definitely, they're doing a good job at the moment, you know, in the final couple of days, I think it's going to, you know, reach its peak. Okay. Dave, the
2: road, the road to this WrestleMania has been a little rocky. It's like, um, Kurt just mentioned, uh, we didn't really know what was going to happen in the main event. Was it going to be Roman Reigns? You know, he, he won the Rumble, but there was a bit of a backlash and, it's cut the you know, the main event has it did take a slight detour into fast lane where Reigns overcome Daniel Bryan to to keep his main slot in the in the in the total match. Um do you think it's still the right pick to go, Lesnar versus Roman and what's what's your take on, on that particular match?
1: Um I don't think it's the right choice to go at that to go at that match, but look, there's no real point at this stage complaining about it now. You know, Reigns is their guy. He's always been their guys from the word go. From when he was brought up from NXT to be in the shield, he was their standout guy. And um like, when Lesnar beat John Cena last summer, um that was always, I think that was always the plan that Reigns was gonna, they were, they were gonna build up Brock Lesnar to be this unstoppable champion and the only one who could stop him would be Roman Reigns. Um as Kurt was saying, I think, um, I'm not sure, it is a foregone conclusion. I think there there is a possibility Brock might retain the title, but I think it all hinges on the fact if he's going to re-sign with WWE. Um, from what I understand, I don't think he has re-signed as of yet. So, you know, that'll be interesting to see.
2: Okay. Rocco, what's your take on the build-up, mate, over the last few weeks? Well... Uh, you know, back from the beginning of the Royal Rumble. Um, have you enjoyed the build-up? And are you quite happy with the way the cart has been shaped? Um,
0: to be honest, I'm. I'm not. I mean, I'm looking for you. Know, you always look forward to WrestleMania, you know. You know, but I don't think it's 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 not encapsulated me as as others have done. I mean, there's you know. I don't want to. Like, shit on it, I'm, 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 I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. I mean, like, regarding the main event, you know, Reigns apparently, I mean, if you, this is if you read, believe everything you read, apparently Reigns is Vince's guy and, you know, the guy Vince wants to, to sort of like lead the company. So, you know, so if you think like that, he's going to win. But, I mean, as regards to that, just overall before we get deeper into that, but as regards to that, WrestleMania normally ends with either the sort of the payoff of the months of, of leading up to, you know, the the sort of big match. So where the good guy finally wins. Or or like when Austin um joined forces with McMahon at WrestleMania seventeen, where there's like a a shocking ending or, you know, like when Warrior come back And helped Ogan years ago Things like that So I mean Judging from Sort of like Social media And what everyone says You know People still ain't sold On Roman Reigns So Him winning Is not going to be like Daniel Bryan last year Where you've got 80,000 people Doing a yes chant You know That, that is I don't know It's it's, a, it's hard to call it Which is why I feel that, that The they must have something planned. So, for instance, if Reigns won it and the crowd were all booing, they could then bring out Rollins to cash in. Do you get what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I, I look, see what Rocco was saying. I mean, it's it's hard to see a WrestleMania ending with this, the the apparent good guy winning the title and being booed, and the ending like that. It just does. You know, you think a WrestleMania is past all the confetti falling down. It it just doesn't seem the way that that's gonna go. I mean, I, I just can't see it myself. But, um, it a, it's a tough one. But I think in terms of Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, uh, as others have said, Roman Reigns is clearly Vince's guy. He's 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 got the look. He's got the uh, the family background in wrestling. He's a, a big strong guy. Daniel Bryan is you know, no matter what the fans think of him, how much he's, you know, over with the fans, Vince obviously doesn't seem as the top guy, he doesn't seem as the guy he wants to put the company on. He's too he's too small, he doesn't look like the guys he wanted to look like. And I think by Vince giving you Daniel Bryan winning it last year, that was he's like, I've give you that now. But Th- that's all I'm giving you. i you know, this guy's not gonna be a rock or a Stone Cold in every WrestleMania event. I'll give you that. Take that now and now moving on. I think that's the way they're kinda of doing it.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. We'll what touch you on that? what's your
0: what do you think you build up on
2: that? Sorry, my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh to be honest, it hasn't really it hasn't really captured me. Um I don't know. There's something about this WrestleMania, it, I, I just haven't felt like it. it it's, it's WrestleMania, if you know what I mean. It's.
1: I think it's been very poor, Andrew. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you have to understand, and I've made this point to a few people. The landscape has changed. You know, the dynamic has changed from previous years in a sense that. They were selling you a pay per view years ago. You know, you had the buy pay per view. This is WrestleMania, the biggest pay per view of the year. Now WrestleMania, I mean, okay, it's still you know it's still a huge brand WrestleMania, but it's still a show on the network. So Mm -hmm. the incentive isn't as strong as it is in recent years to sell uh, WrestleMania because it's it's a show that's on the network as such. You know, they've already got subscribers' money. Now, don't get me wrong; they'll they will see an increase. Of subscribers for WrestleMania, of course they will, but they've levelled out. I think they've levelled out with their subscribers in the sense that it's going to be between I don't know at seven hundred, eight hundred thousand subscribers they'll get for their network, and that that's what'll be pretty much the the average throughout the year. And you know those guys already have uh they had the network. And WrestleMania is another show on the network, so the, the the dynamic has changed in the sense that they're not they're not selling you a pay per view anymore. They're not going all out to sell you um, the pay per view on the go home shows because last night was the go home show for WrestleMania, and it was like most of the build towards WrestleMania it was underwhelming. It Good oh uh, the the point. The last. Sorry, uh, Cortell, I mean, the last segment you were, you were talking about there a while ago, uh, with Lesnar and, um, uh, Rhymes. playing Tug of War with title, I think that's, you know, that that's a weak finish for the last Raw of, uh, Before Mania. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's a it's, it's bit underwhelming. I, I think that's a good
3: point though with the network, it's like before they're They'd be doing everything to get your money, whereas now they've already got the money because exactly. people have already subscribed. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really good point when you think about it, and the incentive perhaps isn't as strong as years gone by because it, it doesn't need to
1: be now. Exactly. I mean, they, they still want new subscribers, but they're always going to want new subscribers. Mm-hmm. They're, selling, they're selling the network. They're not necessarily selling you WrestleMania. They're selling you the network. So they'll tell you okay we've got this new we've got new things on the network, and uh wrestlemania is a, it's going to be a big show. please subscribe to the network, but they're not selling you Wrestlemania as such they're selling you the network and even if you noticed last night and with other shows as well, they're even making fun of you if you're buying the pay per view they are saying, what are you doing spending sixty five dollars for the pay per view? Just subscribe to the network so it's all about getting subscribers for the network, and you know that that that's uh, it's not so much about uh paying for the paying for WrestleMania anymore. It's all about getting network subscribers and they've al- they've already gotten uh the bulk of their subscribers. They'll get a few more for WrestleMania, of course they will. But um you know your diehard fans have already subscribed to the network and they will do on a regular basis.
2: Okay. That's that's a good comment. Um okay let's let's, let's talk about the card as such. Um Let's talk about the kickoff preview match. Uh, I don't know if you guys are all aware, but there is a fatal four-way taking place for the WWE tag team titles. Um, that's between uh, the Usos, um, Los Matadores, Biggie and Kofi, and the current tag champs Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Um, does anyone really care for the tag titles at the moment? It's, the division's pretty weak, isn't it? Um, <laughs>
3: The tag tag division has slowly declined, hasn't it, over the years? I mean, what once was a pretty hot division, I think, has it's gone. It's like the problem with tag tag team. I found is you'll always get one guy who's who's better than the other guy, and he'll be the one who's more ambitious, and he'll be the one who thinks, you know, I I, I want to be a single star. I want to be reach the top, and how long do they stay in the tag title? It's, it, you know, if you think back to all the guys who have been tag teams and split up, they don't seem to stay that longer now. Whereas the tag team division was seen as like a push for guys, younger guys, and then they'd split. It, it, I don't, I don't, it hasn't got the same, I don't know, it hasn't got the same excitement about it for me anyway. Hmm.
0: Kurt, I, I, I echo that point. I mean, and I've always said this, when you say about some, one of them being better than the other one, I mean, I always thought that Luke Bushwhacker was, like, being held back by Butch. I thought <laughs> he, he really had the potential to, sort of, you know, main event and everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like if you think of Edge and Christian, I mean, both good good wrestlers, but Edge, was he had that something special, I think. Even so, like, the Ruckers. I mean, Marty Jannetty was a really a good wrestler, but Shawn Michaels, he, you know, he, he felt like he wanted to move on. It was like the Intercontinental title back in the day, you, you win the Intercontinental title, and that was seen as you were, you were being trusted with a title to see how you'd deal with that and see if you could get more over because you could be groomed to be a a, a world heavyweight title, you know, champion in, in a few years' time. So I think the tag team titles has... It's like one of those... I think people are like, who cares now? It's like, yeah, if you, you hopefully see good matches, but I, I think the
1: titles are not really that important now. No. Well, it's under it's it's kickoff sure, that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: Do, do you remember guys, do, do you remember when like the, like the, the tag title was, I mean, not, you know, but looking back on the glory days of like the Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation Demolition, then Legion of Doom, Nasty Boys, it, even in the 90s it started to go pear-shaped when you had like the smoking guns and, I mean the style was always very good, but then that mid 90s was pretty shit from what I can remember. And until you've got, like, Edge and Christian and the Ardies and the, the Dudleys and, and things like that. But when you look at it now, as you say, David, the fact that it's on the preview show, I mean, that's, that's you know, that's like the ultimate slap in the face to the tag titles, isn't it? It's...
1: And, and the fact that last Las, uh, Las Matadoras is in, is in the match, I mean, where did they come from? Are they were off television, like, for ages, and all of a sudden they just appeared, you know, just throw them under. Why not?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't put the ascension into it, to be honest.
1: Well they've buried him in recent weeks, haven't they? Yeah. yeah.
2: But like you said, where's the Lost Matadors come from?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I think they 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 brought up the Ascension and you know, they give him a go for a couple of weeks and then they just uh, Vince, like he so often does, just lost interest in them and decided to bury them for whatever reason and that's the end of them, I think.
2: I just didn't like that gimmick, I just thought they was a shit version of Legion of Doom to be to be to be honest.
1: Yeah, they look like generic uh, wrestlers from the 80s, <laughs> you know, just big muscle guys and just Bit, throw a bit of hand on them and send them out there but, I mean just
3: going, just going off topic briefly I think that's the problem for a lot of the guys in NXT you know they're doing really well there and they're you know getting a lot of praise for the, their wrestling matches and obviously their goal is to get in the WWE they want to be on the big stage it's like Vince seems to if he like sees you and he doesn't like the look of you or doesn't think you're going to progress he'll just bury you and I don't think he's over the years he, he slowly just he doesn't give guys a chance in my opinion he's like oh like the essential. I mean, I didn't particularly care for them, but was they really given much of a chance? I'm
1: not too sure. No, I mean he doesn't. He doesn't watch uh, NXT, Kurt. You have to understand. Oh, I mean, yeah. NXT is Triple H's project, and Vince doesn't even watch that show. So when they get called up from from NXT to the main roster, that's Vince has basically seen them for the first time, and he goes and off. He goes off and in his uh, initial reaction.
3: Yeah, that ma- that makes no sense, does it? That's just yeah, crazy yeah. when you think about it.
1: I mean, I, I don't know if you watched. Uh, just to go off uh, a bit further off topic, but I don't know if you watched uh, Triple H's podcast with Stone Cold Boston. Yeah. I yeah. mean, th- you could just tell. I mean, if you watch Vince's interview with Stone Cold and Triple H's uh, interview, you see two guys with completely different visions of how the business should be run. And um, I mean, I, I just I thought it was very telling. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I I I I think. Yeah. Um, you know, tr- Triple H is a guy, um he's, he's very much got old school, um characteristics. And I don't think he's all about the body I, as much as Vince's. I think, I, you know, I, I think he recognizes that, uh, a lot, there's a lot of guys in NXT that uh, they've got some really, really great talent in that, uh, in, in that, uh, the territory, NXT. And, um Vince, you know, he has his ways. As you said, a lot of it, a lot of it's about the look, and uh that's not going to change while Vince is in charge of things. Mm.
2: Uh, okay, uh, can we have a, a quick prediction on this on this on this match? Rocco, who do you reckon is going to come out? Tag team champions?
3: Uh, uh Kid and Cesaro. <clears throat> Kurt?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to retire. Yeah, Dave. Kid and Cesaro. Hopefully, the new they win. Okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> That's a drop, <joke>, by <laughs> Yeah, I, I, also, I also think that the Cesaro and Tyson kid will retain. Uh, just, yeah, okay. Um, let's move on to, let's, let's go on to the, the Divas match. AJ and Paige versus the Better Twins. Um, last night's Raw showed a bit of a feud or a falling out with AJ and Paige. Kurt, how do you think that Jokinaz can ask them, have any impact on on Sunday night?
3: Um, in in the storyline, yeah, they'll they'll try and play that into the um, you know, going into it, how are they, how are they, you know, pair up? Obviously, the um, better twins the twins, so they they can you know, tag with each other and they're they're on great terms and how are these gonna work together? That's what they'll they'll push. I mean, to to be honest, I, I, I'm not. A, you know, I'm not being sexist, but I'm not a fan of the divas wrestling. I You know, if I see women wrestling, I like women like China, you know, women who look like they can handle themselves. And, you know, no disrespect to these. They're great, you know, athletically, but I've never been a fan of these diva types, to be fair. Okay. Rocco? Um, What's well, your take?
0: Well, I actually watch Total Divas, because the missus quite likes it, and the kids (laughs) do. And I don't mind it. I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to duck out of it. It is quite funny, but um, is, is that the only Divas match on, on, on Sunday? Is the Divas title not up for grabs? No,
1: no, no.
0: No. Because last year's, they, they, you know, as they normally do, to, to get everyone else on the card, like they're throwing in the Battle Royal, they normally throw in a Battle Royal, and last year, with the Divas battle role, because that's a way of basically getting in, getting all the girls, making them feel part of the show. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, we know why they do it. The, on Raw, the matches, are, they don't get two minutes. Like, I don't think, I think if they give them a good, a, built up a feud between, the, like, a couple of them, they, they, they're, they're not bad wrestlers. They're, like, they're good as, they're as good as, they can wrestle as good as the likes of Trish and, You know, people like that—they—they just need to be given the chance. But as for this match, Sunday, the thing is with that is AJ and Paige have already had like—it's not like they're a tag team and they've been getting on swimmingly. And we're seeing like a little bit like the like the Rockers and when they fell out, like you see the sort of like dissension over sort of like five or six weeks, and then the the big heel turn. I mean, they've been—they they fell out. They was enemies from when Paige come over to it after last year's WrestleMania and they feuded and they were bitter enemies. Now they're friends again, so I can't see why, if, if the payoff's gonna be that they turn on each other, we've already been down that road, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I, 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 if that's, if that's what they're hinting at with this sort of like dissension between them, but, um I don't know, just, Preferably as long as we say plenty of tits and
2: arse. <laughs> Dave, what's your thoughts, mate? Is, is it,
1: is uh, the, the, the only reason this match is on the card is to bring the crowd down before the main event, I'd say. You know, I'd, whatever the core main event is, I'd imagine it's Triple H and Sting. And yeah. after this match is over, they'll probably throw the ladies out for a couple of minutes to bring the crowd down before the big match, uh, Lesnar and Reigns. That's usually what they use uh, these type of matches for. And I, I, you know, I don't want to sound sexist either because, um, I mean, if you watch NXT, to go back to NXT again, I mean, you have very, very talented ladies down there, yes. like Charlotte, Becky Lynch, you know, and they, they, put on four, they can put on four star matches when given a chance, you know, they've, they've got some very talented women within the company. Uh, the Bellas, is, uh, you know, I can take or leave them. AJ is talented enough. Um, of course, Paige is very talented, but they're, they're never, they're never going to be given a. A huge, uh, chance on the, on the main roster. And this match was just thrown together. And as I said, it just, it serves no purpose other than to bring the crowd on before the main event. And that's, uh, that's what it's there for, in my opinion.
0: Do you know that, well, i say, do you know, do you remember last year's one? Last year's Divas Battle Royale was the next match after The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. That's
1: yes, exactly. And,
0: it, and yeah. if you watched Total Divas, behind the scenes, they were all going, Oh no! They didn't think they was going to get on. They thought their match was going to be scrapped because of like the time situation, and then they was told, "Right, you're going to go on next, but you've got like seven minutes or something like that." Um, and you and like you're not getting you're not all getting introduced individually. You like you just all like walk down there, um, and just like I think AJ got introduced like last because she was the champion. So I mean that if you remember, the, like after the Undertaker. Thing it was like after the Mayor show, like everyone had gone off for a piss and we yeah. were all sitting there talking to their mates, going, "I can't believe it! I can't believe it!" And then, you know, I, was, well, I do feel a bit, I do feel a bit bad. But then, I mean, you know, again, it'll probably be quite a short match because they probably got plenty of ironing to do, have not they? So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I, you don't to be I sexist, know, though, right?
0: I'm joke. To all the female fans out there, <laughs> money.
2: Uh, quick prediction in guys. Do we, even though we don't care.
1: No, Tussa coin. probably AJ Lee and Page.
3: Kurt. I'll go for the, for the Bellas and I think there'll be uh, plenty of screaming involved.
2: <laughs> Rocco.
0: Um, AJ and Page and some sort of falling out somewhere even though they've all fell out. In, within the last year Like the Bellas have been at war And AJ and Fimo have been at war So I don't know where it's going to lead But I'll go for an AJ and Paige win But some sort of falling out Okay
2: I, I personally think the Bellas I think they'll they're, they're, they're win um, But there will be a falling out with AJ and Paige Certainly towards the end of that match um, talk, We've briefly mentioned battle royals and whatnot, So that's probably a good place to go on to now The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal um, I'll pick out a few names I don't know if you guys Are, are, are aware of who's in there But it, we've got names Listed as the big show Darren Young Jack Swagger The Miz Ryback Fandango uh, Sin Cara Damian Sando, Gold Dust It's, it's a good, good Good list of mid-carders Curtis Axel um, Personally I think Curtis Axel Will win this uh, I think he's He's, he's due his WrestleMania moment, and I think this is it. Um, Kurt, what what do you think of of the lineup for this Andre the Giant memorial, and who who do you think will come out victorious?
3: It's, uh, to be honest, I got no uh, idea who will win, but I, I think you know I see these these kind of things getting a bit of criticism on like you know forums and stuff, and people saying no, oh, they just don't care about it. But you know, with these kind of cards, you know, you got so many wrestlers on the roster that they need to try and get on. And I think, you know, all these guys, you know, can fit into one little, you know, battle role like this. They can all have their WrestleMania, you know, moment. So, for me, you know, it, even though I, I don't really care that much about it, you know, I think it's a good thing to get as many as they can in there. And, you know, the name you just mentioned, I think he, he's a fine list of names for this type of um, fight. Mm. Dave?
1: Um, ideally, I'd like to see Mizdo or Sendo, whatever you want to call him, win. But I think it'd be a good payoff to the to the whole uh, uh, Miz and Mizdo storyline, which I think is coming to a close now. So you know, if, if Miz and uh, Mizdo are the last two in the ring, obviously Mizdo throws Miz out, gets a huge pop. I mean, I think that would be a good ending. But I don't know what the story with Sheamus is. I know he's supposed to return soon. He could be a surprise entrant in the Battle Royal. If that's the case, he could win it. Um, so yeah, that's my take on it. Okay,
0: Rocco. Uh Yeah, pretty much. I mean Curtis Axel. He was was I I had forgotten all about him. He had sort of like disappeared into um like obscurity. It was only like the fact that he. Didn't get into the Royal Rumble that he's had, that he's had his little sort of like gimmicky Axel mania and all that. I personally don't think he'll win on the stunt for that. I would say, I would have said, do you say the Miz is in it? Yes. Right. Like, I would say, I would have thought, I would have said to you, like, not Axel, because of that reason. I would have said, Miz Dow, if they, if this is the payoff, if this is the end of the, you know, if this is him turning or, Ryback back, but then you're saying Seamus, if Seamus comes in it they're really sort of like plugging Seamus' return and apparently they need like some good heels like you know, there's too many sort of good guys, they need heels. So if Seamus comes back, I think Seamus will win it. Um, if not, I would quite like to see Ms. Dale win it, because I do think that he is very funny. I do think it's a, it's a it's a silly gimmick, but for me it works. I think he's funny. When he come in the other night after, um, who was they fighting in a tag team match and they'd done like a double hook, like toss, hip toss thing to, uh, the Miz and then Sandow come running in and basically just jump through the air, like to copy him. I just think it's funny. I just, my kids think it's funny and I think it's funny. So I would like to see Miz Dale win it, but I think if Seamus comes back, Seamus, sorry. Andrew, what about you?
2: Uh I have been thinking Curtis Axel. Um but uh, yeah, I, I I think it's gonna be between I think Curtis and Damien Sande probably would be the final two there. Um the Miz would be loitering around, possibly see the Miz in there too towards the end. Um But yeah, I've I've got a feeling I've got a feeling it's gonna be Curtis Axel, that's my hunch, you know. Uh, you, know what's,
1: you know what's interesting about Curtis Axel? I mean, don't get me wrong, he he's not going to be a future star or anything. But you know, after the Royal Rumble, you know, he, he came out with, with the whole Axelmania deal, and you know, he he got over to a degree. You know, he had, you know, he had something. You know, he had a little bit of a gimmick. But this is what kind of frustrates me with the company. You know, he got he got all he got himself over to a degree with the Axelmania thing, and then they just buried him on screen. You know. R- Rusev destroyed him, you know, mm-hmm. last night, Snoop Dogg threw him over the rock. I mean, you know, I, I just, this company just bewilders me at times, you know, you're, you're trying to make stars, and I'm not saying for one second that Curtis act, acts is a star, but you know, it's just, it's just, it's, it's emblematic of, of, of that company, you know, they just, I, I, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. you know he, he, you know, he, he got himself over, he, he had to, to a degree, he had something, and then they just bur- bury him on screen. For whatever reason, you know, I I just don't get them at times, you know.
2: Okay. Um. Let's move on to Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton. Um. I've quite enjoyed the build-up in this to, to this match, to be honest. Um. Uh, I like the way it's, it's gone over the last few weeks, and to be fair, this is probably one of the most intriguing matches that I'm looking forward to on Sunday. Um Rocco, have you enjoyed the build up and what do you see up next with these two?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's been I think it's been alright. I think um it was a bit confusing, wasn't it? The um when Randy Orton come back and what was that? It wasn't the Roy, was it um uh Fastlane. That was very they they fucked that up again for me. Right, like he come back you know, everyone knew he was coming. everyone thought he was coming back at the rumble, but everyone thought he was gonna come back and go after Rollins. We we everyone knew that was the plan. But he come back, attacked him and then the next night they had him being friends again, which completely killed any any like um fans sort of like getting the fans on side for each face turn. They were then told the next night, no, 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 he's still a bad one and they just seem to keep fucking it up um but in the actual match it should you know it should be right i mean expect um j and j security to get involved and probably big slow and kane to get involved as well um but it all depends if they're gonna have Rollins cash in if he's gonna cash in later I can't see him. I can't see this being like a twenty-five minute match where he gets sort of like brutalised and destroyed. Can you?
2: No, I I think that's a good point you made there, Rocco. Um, It it, it would. I I think it'll be telling where this match is placed on the card. If it's quite early in the night, I I, I think we are probably set up to see Seth towards the end of the night again. but i i yeah seth um i think he'll win that's my opinion i think he'll win i, I don't think he'll win clean i think uh, you know the security guys will get involved um, but uh i i'm looking forward to the match i think it's going to be pretty good kurt what do you think mate
3: yeah i'm a, a fan of seth Rollins. i think you know he he should be pushed and into the main event and that's what I'm thinking with him and um, you know Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns you know we don't know if he's going to cash in or not it's it's tough to say but to be honest if I saw him being the champion at the end of the night I'd have no problem with that because I think he's talented he's got a good look and you know he's a really good wrestler I think and I'd like to see him beat Randy Orton obviously like you said I don't expect him to win it clean or anything but I'd like to see him beat Orton and I think if he beat Orton and cashed in I think that you know that all Brock Lesnar just retaining I'd be happy with either of those, and yeah, I, lo- I like Luke Rollins, and I think he can go on to to be a, a star in the company. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm a huge fan of Seth. I think that match, that um, triple threat he had with Cena and Lesnar was fantastic.
3: Yeah, and that that showed he could perform, in, you know, at the highest level in in the main event, and I and I think he impressed everybody.
2: Yeah, sure. Dave what's your, your your take on this one?
1: Yeah, I just echo what the boys said. I mean, especially about uh what Kurt said about Rollins. I'm a huge fan of Rollins. I think he is um as as of right now, without doubt the best uh performer in the company by a mile as well. He's just he's just consistently mm-hmm. great and um I think as well you could see in previous months, you know, he's been given the main event spot and I think he's growing in confidence on the mic and he always delivers in the ring. So I'm a huge fan of Seth Rollins. Um, I also agree with what Rocco said. I think they've handled the storyline quite poorly. I mean, when Orton left, I think it was back in October, November, when he went to film that movie. Um, he he was over huge with the fans after the breakup of the, of the authority. Then he came back and he joined the authority for a bit, but it was all to fool... Uh, the authority and it, it, I think the, I think it's what you call overbooking. You know, the overcomplicated things and the overthought things. And then when, uh, Arton finally did turn on set Rollins, the crowd were dead because by that stage they really didn't care about it anymore. Uh, so I thought that could have been handled better. But the match itself I'm really looking forward to because I'm also a big fan of Randy Orton. I think he's a, he's a, he's always been a solid in-ring performer and a very good storyteller as well. So um, I'm looking forward to that match. I think I think I think that has the potential to be match of the night.
3: Yeah, singles yeah. match. That sh- that will surely be the match of the night. I'd imagine. I'd i'd so, yeah. We
2: and we all agree that we think Steph's going over.
3: Yeah. Well, you'd hope so, but with the the way the is, I, c- I can't be hundred mm-hmm. percent. I, I
1: I'm not sure. I I. I, I, I See the, the way they the way they book things, in the company. I mean, if if Rollins is cashing in at the end of the night, they'll probably have Art and go over. Yeah. You know, it's just the way they do things.
2: Mm. Okay, doke. Um, okay, let's look at the um, the intercontinental title match. So we've got the current champion, Bad News Barrett, versus Dolph Ziggler, versus r Truth, versus Dean Ambrose. Versus Daniel Bryan, versus Stardust, and versus Luke Harper. I've quite enjoyed this build-up, to be fair. Um, how the title's been being took by various people and and but the back and forth with all these competitors. Um, I'm quite looking forward to this. Um, I don't think Barrett's Barrett's going to hold on to the title, unfortunately. I think that's, he's probably going to drop it to Daniel Bryan. Um, Rocco, what's your thoughts on this match, mate? Um,
0: yeah, the, the build-up, I mean, like I said, I don't always get to um, catch up on everything, but was it just our truth that kept walking on, like trying to nick the title, or was they all taking it in turns to try and like, nick it? And our truth was like sort of like trying to like sneakily walk off with it the other week while the match was going on.
2: Yeah, Dean Ambrose. I think they have all had it. To be fair, Rocco over the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah.
3: Ambrose started it, didn't he? He took yeah. it first, and then our truth was commentating, and he took it, didn't he? And then Harper, and
1: then they just passed yeah. it around, but yeah, they all said Harper, Taylor, with the title. Mm.
0: Well, I, I, and I mean, as regards to who's going to win, probably Brian. But you know, like people might just be putting two and two together and thinking, well, surely they'll give him the, surely they'll give it to him because he's not in the main event. Um. So yeah, probably Brian. You say Ziggler's in it? I mean, Ziggler's always is a fan favorite. Everyone sort of like thinks he should get a push. Um. Yeah, I mean, people like Luke Harper—they're not going to win it. But it's 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 either Barrett retains or Brian or Ziggler. I would think. Um. But I suppose you'd have to go with Daniel Bryan.
2: Dave?
1: Um I read something interesting recently. I mean, we were talking about Seamus, uh, just a few moments ago. Um, there there's talks of him also possibly returning in this match and screwing Daniel Bryan out of the title. So, and which, which, would, which would of course force his heel turn in because the plan is that he'd come back and turn heel. So that would be interesting to see. Um I, I'm not, I'm not really sure about the build up to, to this at all. I think it kind of deval- devalued the Intercontinental title because, I mean, Barrett was doing jobs left, right and center. I mean, he's the champion, so that doesn't really get o- get over the belt as such. I mean, you had R-Trude acting the aegis in, uh, in commentary and doing all this goofy stuff, but, you know, I don't know. I-, I can take it or leave it. The match itself, I think, will be good. It'll be a stun show like the previous uh, Money in the Bank battle matches over the years. So, I mean, you've got some good talent in there like Daniel Bryan and uh, Ziggler, And of course, Dean Ambrose, Bad News Barrett, Um, Luke Harper, who I'm a big fan of as well. So you know that would be interesting. Not sure who will win. As I said, if Sheamus comes back, if he if he does come back into this match, it's possible he'll win. So uh, I I don't don't think Daniel Bryan will win because he hasn't he hasn't been booked as strong. I mean, he 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 lost clean last night to Ziggler. So um, I mean, if anyone's going to win, I think. And it isn't Sheamus I think Ziggler could possibly win it
2: Ziggler's beat Brian A couple of times recently
1: Yeah he beat him on Smackdown as well didn't he Yeah he
2: did yeah Yeah. Kurt what's your take mate
3: Well first of all I I like the match I mean all these guys Ladder match I think It it all look good. I think it, it's always entertaining, these type of matches. Like I've said, you know, Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, those type of guys, they can, you know, take good bumps and they can obviously do great things in the ring, but, the build-up, I think, it, it looks like it's been rushed to, to try and get all these guys in it, so I, I don't think it's, it's, it's been that great, to be honest, but, I think Brian will win it, to be honest. I mean, I, I don't know if Seamus is coming back. If he did, I could see that as being a way to stop Brian from winning it and that they could go into a feud then. But I just think for, in terms of Brian's character, I mean, last year, you know, he's got an injured arm. He's beating Triple H. He's beating Batista and Randy Orton to be the, win the title. He's never lost the title officially, like, in the ring. And then, like, a year later, he's he's getting beat by Dolph Ziggler, who, who himself was, was getting beaten up by um, Bray Wyatt couple of weeks running on Smackdown Raw, and now you might not even have him win the Intercontinental title, I think he, for his character, I think he, unless he gets screwed by Seamus, like Dave said, I, th- I think he needs to win this, to be honest, and I think it, it will be a good match no matter what happens. Is um, Stardust in this
1: match as well? Yes. No. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God they've split up as well. <laughs> they've dropped that storyline completely, haven't they? <laughs> was it, wasn't the whole thing that Gordas was trying to get Cody away from the Stardust gimmick and they've just suddenly forgotten all about that. Uh, yeah. after, after Fastlane, a goal beat Fastlane and he vowed to get uh, to, to get Cody back. And they, they followed up on it the following night in Raw. And then they've just forgotten about it. Not that, yeah, I'm, but- not that I'm complaining by the way, I'm just saying you know, it's just another example of the stop start fucking really
2: Gold Dust is in the um, Andre the Giant Memorial.
1: Yeah, he is, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They've they've completely forgotten about uh, that other feud.
2: Yeah. Goldust, yeah, he he tweeted out, I think it was yesterday, that um, he's disappointed that he he never got the Goldust and Stardust match on at WrestleMania.
1: To be fair, though, the match are fascinating. (laughs)
3: I think he's the only one who's disappointed to be honest <laughs> I mean their match at Fastlane was I mean the crowd was dead and I, I couldn't blame any of them and I mean it was just that you could see they were you knew for weeks they were going to feud and you were just waiting for it and it was just the whole thing was just a snooze fest
1: that was terrible
3: um,
0: <laughs> there they always has been talk of um, I don't know if it's just them wanting it but there always been talk of a uh, Rhodes versus Rhodes match at Wrestlemania but then do you remember there was also talk of doing a Sin Cara vs Rey Mysterio where they was going to get everyone to wear a mask and try and break the Guinness World record for yeah, yeah, yeah. people in a mask so I, I did think that's what this was leading to them two fighting each other at Wrestlemania probably on, not on the main card probably the pre-show but like you say that that's all gone tits up this year they have just sort of like just completely you
3: know I think if there was any plans to do that, I think the fast lane match just killed it. They just knew straight away, nah, never, never speak of this again.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, so final predictions for this: who's going home? Intercontinental Champion?
3: Daniel Bryan for me.
2: Rocco.
0: Yeah, Bryan. Unless, as David said, if Seamus comes back, I can see. Sheamus costing him because then that that gets Brian still the fans favourite. Oh, he's so unlucky. Like you know, you, you know the story. Like yeah.
1: the
0: thing. So, but Brian Brian unless Sheamus interferes.
1: David, if Sheamus come back, he wins. If he doesn't, I'm going to go with Ziggler. Oh,
2: okay, okay. Um. Let's head to, if stick with the titles, let's head to Rusev, current United States Champion, uh, in a rematch with John Cena. Um, he pretty much beat Cena convincingly at Fastlane. Um, do you see the roles reversing at WrestleMania? Do you think Cena's going to destroy Rusev? Kurt, I'll start with you this time.
3: Cena's going to win this, isn't he? I mean, that, that, this is what I, I don't like. I think, you know, Rusev beat him at Fastlane, and, he, you know, he he cheated with a low blow. So, there's always that, oh, he didn't beat him, and, and Cena never tapped out. He, like, went into his unconscious state, you know, he, he, he never quit. So, I think this time that, they could, I mean, that, 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 I've got no problem with them doing that. If they build it to WrestleMania and then they have Rusev win again. And this time win properly I think that's the way they do it John Cena's been at the top for so long now he, This is the second WrestleMania in a row Where he's been down the card He hasn't main evented You know he, he's getting on in age now I think it's time To him to give someone a push up the card And Rusev is the guy who You know even if you don't think He's a, he's a big star or anything You know let, let's let see what he can do Let's give him the opportunity And let him beat John Cena again twice You know a sec, second pay per view running On the biggest big stage And make it clean I, I don't think they'll do that though Mm-hmm.
2: Rocco?
0: Um, yeah, I, I can see all what Kurt's saying I mean, personally I don't mind John Cena I think he gets a bit of a raw deal I mean, he, he's a good He, You know, as I say Not just from watching Total Divas But he seems like a good guy He's made films, but he hasn't fucked off Like the rest of them, Hogan, Rock He hasn't left the company in the lurch I think you know, I've never really understood the, the, the heat that he gets off the like the older, you know, the hardcore fans, the marks and all that. I, I get all the, I get like the kids and 14 year old girls cheer for him, but the sort of like blokes our age are meant to boo him. I just think he's got a raw deal. I mean, it's all apparently years ago over that his moves were shit and he used to bodge moves and whatever, but I mean, it, like you say, okay it is a bit sane, you know, but they, they've done this for years, you know, where, Good guy gets beat, um and one thing. They even did it a couple of years ago when Lesnar beat John Cena and broke his arm and, and beat Triple H and broke his arm. But then, at the sort of like, when they had the matches at WrestleMania against each other, Cena and Triple H won. So, I think Cena will win. Um but, you know, it should, I, to be honest, you, I, I don't, I look at it as a step down for Cena. I know he's down the card, but I think that that helps him. But you've got to think to yourself, as we said before, um, that years ago when they used to do this, like, you know, with, I don't know, the, the Russian geezers and Sergeant Slaughter, when they want to generate cheap heat, they just slag off the United States and then the American hero gets all the thing. I mean, if John Cena's still getting booed when he's fighting the Russian geezer, who's putting pictures of Vladimir Putin on the Titan you know, then he's never gonna turn these fans around, is he? Do you know what I mean? If they won't even back him then. So, I think he'll, I think he'll win, and, but, I think it'll be not a bad match. I don't, I, like I say, I quite like Cena, but let's just hope Lana's there. Oh my
3: god. She's <laughs> <Jeez>, fucking
0: unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: David what's your thoughts on this On this particular match
1: uh, Before I get on to the match I'm not sure did any of you see the uh, Rocky 4 montage oh, That I I think you could, Rocko you saw it didn't you
0: Oh mate that was Kurt I thought I put Kurt. Kurt did you watch it
1: the, what, what was that The yeah, Rocky that, that 4 the Dave,
0: montage. Tell him Dave
1: it's, basically, it's, do you remember the Rocky 4 training montage, bit, you yeah. know, show, they showed Rocky training, and they showed Drago training, and that song, Hearts on Fire was playing. And Rocky's yeah. in the snow, and Drago's in the, like, exactly. great training facility. Exactly, exactly. So, they've done the same thing here with Cena and Rusev. I, I, I tweeted it last night, no, you should watch it. It's, it's, no, it's, well, I'll it's, give it a look. Kurt,
0: Kurt, no. you've got to watch it. I mean... Dave, that was absolutely brilliant. When you sent it to me, I was absolutely pissing myself. Because I love that. I love all them Rocky montages.
1: Um, I, I thought it was great.
0: And the best bit about it... <laughs> the best bit about it... Was when <laughs> the rinse, The rings. <laughs> you know it, Kurt. You know in the boxing one, and Andrew, in the boxing one, in the Rocky one, when it shows Drago in the sort of like indoor um, fitness centre... And they're injecting steroids into him and all that. (laughs) And then (laughs) it cuts between, like, the big needle, because it uses that footage and, obviously, like, footage of Cena and that. It's got the big needle about to go into, like, someone's shoulder and then, like, shows pictures of Rusev sitting there and then it shows pictures of the needle going into his shoulder. And then it cuts to, like, pictures of Vince... And he's basically like Vince is like when he's doing like his cum face he's like sitting there like Oh yeah. Oh you know like, it, you've got to watch it. It is fucking
1: brilliant. You know what they got that footage from was when Stacey Keibler was dancing on top of the table and Vince was going all you know, Vince was going mad. But that's where they got that footage from. But uh you know, it was it was brilliantly edited. You should definitely check it out. But onto the onto the match itself. I'd you, I've actually really enjoyed the build up to this. I, I, I'm probably in the minority, because I know a lot of people have, um slagged it off online, but I've actually really enjoyed it. I enjoyed our match fast and I thought that was, uh, that was a good, that was a good vote. And then, um, I, I liked the whole premise in that, you know, Cena came out in a rematch and Rusev came out and basically just basically just said, no, I beat you, so fuck off out of it. You <laughs> know, I, 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 I like that. It was just, it was real old school, um Heat, and I, I really like Rusev as well. I think he's just, he's, he's a true heel in a sense that he's, he has no likable characteristics about him at all. And that's what a heel should be, you know. A heel shouldn't be cool and trying to get himself over with a crowd. A heel should be, just wants to be hated by the crowd. And in fairness, the crowd do boo him. And when, when he's up against Cena, I think Cena does get cheered more, more often than he does, uh, previously. So, you know, I've actually I've I've liked the their program. Um I and I know a lot of people didn't like the fact that Cena uh chalked him out with the uh STF view. but I think that was just so I mean the the, the story was that Rusev um had to agree to fight Cena. Um so the the whole thing there was that Cena would put him in the STF, chalk him out so that Lana would agree to uh Rusev fighting him at WrestleMania so that, that was the deal there. I I I've enjoyed the programme largely. Um I think the match will be good and uh to echo what the other guy said I think Cena would probably go over and I don't really mind that either to be honest with you. I mean, you know, it it is what it is. It it's probably gonna be the blow off and the face usually goes over on the blow off. Um so yeah I don't really mind that. I think it'll be a good match.
0: And what do you think? Yeah, uh,
2: same as you guys, really. Um, I think Cena. I think Cena beat Rusev. Um, I, I think Cena. The, the United States title. It's like the Intercontinental in one respect. It's kind of lost lost its sheen. I think if they can put it on, if if they give Cena a good run with it, just like the Intercontinental title, you know, we think Brian. It's a good chance. Brian will probably get that, so bring 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 a bit of prestige back to those titles if if you've got if you've got them on, you know, um, main adventures as such. So yeah, I, I I like Rusev. You know, I like him as a character. He, like Dave said, he, you know, he he gets genuine heat. Um, I like the 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 U.S. versus Russia angle to this match. Uh, I'm quite looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good a good bout, and yeah. I, I, but ultimately, I, th- I think this Cena. I think Cena has got this one. I think we we'll see Cena going out with the um, with the title. Um,
0: can you can you just one more, just one thing on that? Um, when they brought him in, he was the he was the Bulgarian brute, wasn't he? He was like, it, and then all of a sudden they like had done that thing where they completely don't ever mention Bulgaria, and now he's Russian. And, <laughs> Do you not think he's the most un-Russian-looking geezer you will ever see? Like,
1: he's
0: (laughs) tan, he's got greasy black hair. Do you know what (laughs) I mean?
1: Yeah, but uh, but no one hates Bulgaria and everyone hates Russia, so that's the way Mm -hmm. they've done that. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: definitely. But I'm just saying, like, he's like, you pick holes, and, like, one week he was Bulgarian and the next week he's Russian.
3: you got to think, though, to the American audience, geography isn't their strong point, so... (laughs) They, they, they probably don't have any qualms with that.
1: Yeah, they got, they got no, they have no beef for Bulgaria. <laughs> so they, they, play, they play up to the whole Russian angle. I mean, I, I, th- I think the deal was there that um they they acknowledged that he was Bulgarian and then he said he pledged allegiance to Russia and then that was the start of the whole Russia deal. Well, I,
0: I'm afraid I would pledge allegiance to Russia if it meant I've got to, uh, you know, polish Lana off every night because they're <laughs> they're, a, they're a couple in real life. Do you know that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's she's um she's American.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I, right. I, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but they're a couple in real life. I mean, if you see them, we'll, punching you know, above Bobby's you know. white. Oh Jesus Christ, just a bit. I mean, but good luck to him. I mean, I mm-hmm. like to see that. I like to see birds going out with geese who, who I mean, probably gives hope to you, Rocco. <laughs> gives me hope. Yeah, exactly. But no, she. I mean, she's done it. With it. She's making a film at the moment with, um... Who is it? Another wrestler, a male wrestler. But I, I just wonder how they're going to... How they're going to think that. Because they do promote the WWE films, like, a lot on screen. But, obviously, he's going to show her in this film, Speaking American. So, I don't know how they're going to sell the... You know, uh, with a Russian accident... When he's going to show her in this film, Speaking American. I know this is all, like, side issues, but... You know... Um... And I don't know how they can ever turn her face and ever, like, you know, sort of, like, speak American because it, it just completely... But then I suppose you would have looked at Undertaker years ago and Kane and thought, you're never going to see Kane, the big wearing monster, suits. wearing suits and getting, like, pinned by Yoshi Tatsu and <laughs> and people, you know, uh, fucking arm swabble. So,
1: anyway. <laughs> she's, she's, uh, she's very good, to be fair to her, though. Yeah, she's uh, a she
3: plays the good mouthpiece with yeah, Rusev.
1: Lovely
2: mouth. (laughs) (laughs) On on that note, um, let's go to Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt versus the Undertaker. For me, this has been a bit of a strange one um, because we haven't actually seen the Undertaker since uh, well, in twelve months. I like Bray. He's very good in ring. Yeah, he cuts a good promo. Um, for the build up, what they've had for this match, I think Bray's been pretty good, considering he's he's basically a lone soldier working on his own. Um, I, I'm not convinced this would be a good match. I, 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 last year's WrestleMania, I, okay, Undertaker was. Concussed pretty early on, or so say that was the story, but Lesnar carried him for that match I, I i didn't i didn't really i think i'd undertake it to be fair we've we've seen we've seen his best days um, in in a way i hope i hope bray goes over it'll do it'll do him the world a good i think it's the best it's best for business you know the streak's no longer there Um, i, I was, i'm even surprised this match has even taken place in all fairness. Rocco, what's your what's your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, I
0: mean, well, we spoke about this um on a retro one. I I I mean, I love The Undertaker and um I, I don't know like I, I am generally I don't know who's gonna win this match. I, I I generally don't because it's all been about the streak. I never wanted the streak to end. Now they have ended it. Um it's like, well, if he wins Undertaker, fair enough, then he's 22 and 1, but he's not got the streak. He's just, you know, if he loses, then he's now 21 and 2 and he's, he's like, yeah, it, 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 it builds Bray Wyatt up, but it does nothing for The Undertaker. Now, I have heard that The Undertaker apparently even though he's won all these years, he's not been in like, in a Hulk Hogan way, like demanding to win, apparently he will, he's not like a Shawn Michaels, he will quite happily put other people over, Um, but, so I am generally wonder, because Bray last year, lost to Cena, so, any momentum they built up, was killed, when he lost to Cena, then they've sort of like built it up again, so I'm just, I'm, I'm confused. I really don't know who's going to win this match. What do you think? What, Kurt, do you think where I'm coming from?
2: Yeah, sure. Craig, what's your thoughts?
3: Well, yeah, I like Bray White as well and um, again, last year, like with Bruce said this year, I think he should have beat Cena. Not Nothing against John Cena but you know, to build another guy up, you know, the top star has to put guys over. We've seen, you know, guys like Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels who don't want to do that. I think, you know, John Cena is a, a loyal guy to the company and I don't think it's necessarily him, but you know, guys don't want him to lose, obviously, like Vince, but this fight, well, this match to me is, is just a strange one. I think The Undertaker is obviously not going to improve. He's only going to get worse from last year. And last year's match, like I've already mentioned, was You know, take away the shocking ending. It was a pretty bad match, to be honest, with Lesnar doing most of the the work. And for me, it's just... They built this match on basically Bray Wyatt, who is... He's basically like the, the modern version of The Undertaker, you know, this creepy, weird character. He's basically won the fight with The Undertaker because he no longer fears him. Because he lost last year. I mean, so what does that tell you about the guy's character? I mean, he wants to fight him now because... He, he, he believes he can beat him because he lost. So I don't think it makes Bray Wyatt look good. Last year, like Rocko said, he lost to Cena. Now if he loses to an old Undertaker who's, who's not really relevant anymore, the only reason he was relevant was because of the streak. They willed him out once a year because of this streak. But now, now I think that should have been the end of it for him. But now he's he's back for this. I think this will be his last match. I think he's pretty certain he's going to win this match, and I just think what does that do for Bray Wyatt? Again, he, he does nothing for him, and maybe they don't see a a, a way to push Bray. They don't see a future of him as a, a as a top uh, main event guy, so maybe they don't really care. But I just think it's it's going to kill Bray Wyatt's character against a guy who's 50 odd years old and who's going to be gone anyway. Dave, do
2: you echo the thoughts of of Kurt? Is this the end of the Undertaker? Is this the last time we're going to see him in the wrestling ring?
1: No, I expect him to have one last match in Texas ne- uh, next year. I think that'll be his retirement match, it'd be, and it'd be interesting to see who is it will be against. Um, but as for this match, yeah, I'd expect him to go over Bray Wyatt. Um, I personally, yeah, I'd like to see Wyatt go over, but yeah, I can't see it myself. Um, to be fair to Bray Wyatt, I t- I think you know as as you said. He's pretty much carried the program by himself because uh, obviously the undertaker has him in there. Uh, I thought his promo last night was exceptional. I thought it was very good. Uh, so you know the match itself We we talked we talked about it in the what well, the last podcast I was on. I mean and the guy in the sense that is Rocco dead, is he? Yeah,
0: no 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 it's just been tombstoned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to choke slammed through the kitchen table. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the, the last podcast we were on, um, I was talking about The Undertaker in the sense that you know he's he's been banged up over the years, but he's always put on great matches. Whereas last year, I think it was the first time, and I know Andrew were saying, he, yeah, he did get concussed early on, but even, even allowing for that, um, I think it was the first time we really saw Taker's age catch up with him. And you know, as Kurt was saying, I I don't. I don't see how that's going to improve in the space of the year if anything's going to get worse. And, you know, Bray Wyatt is not the kind of guy. I mean, he, he, Bray's decent in the ring, and he's had some very good matches with the right sort of people, but um, I don't think Taker is that, that type of person that he's going to have a great match with. So I'd be concerned about the match quality, but uh, ultimately I think Taker will probably go over. Okay. Um, what
2: about okay. you, uh, it's, it's it's a difficult one. Um, I w- I'd like to see Bray. I I don't really want to see him lose again, as you know, he he lost last year to Cena. Um, I don't think it'll do him much if he if he loses to Undertaker this year. But on the flip side, you can probably there's you can see reasons why Undertaker will probably win this one. Uh, I I I don't know. I, I'm hoping Bray wins, but it, this is a this is a toss of coin about for me, um, I could see either guy, either guy winning this one. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's one of those for me. Sim- kind of similar to this next match we're going to discuss: um, Sting versus Triple H. Um, this is a, this is probably the most intriguing match of the night. Um, obviously, the first time we've seen Sting um, wrestle. Uh, in wwe um the build up i've enjoyed it's been pretty good um trip i think triple h is good e he, he, he sells a story very well um i like trips you know he he cuts a good promo um i've always enjoyed his matches um so this is probably up there with, for me one of what this is going to be the most intriguing match of the night for me. um i'll start with you Rocco sting it, it how is he going? How is he going to? How is he going to handle WrestleMania? What, what do you think? What do you think is going to go down in this match in particular?
0: I think he's going to win. I think this could be. I reckon this could be his only WrestleMania match. So I've heard talk about him being going into the Hall of Fame next year. This could be his only WrestleMania match. As you say, Triple H is good. Triple H will get a good match out of him, and and you know, you know, Triple H. He's quite good there, and only, only Norm tends to wrestle at WrestleMania, but last year he put Brian over. He lost the two years before to The Undertaker. Mm. You know, he's quite good at putting geezers over. So, I think Sting will get his sort of like WrestleMania moment. As a fan of just of, you know, who's watched this for sort of like 25 years, and watched old tapes and it, the, the Sting I remember is the sort of like young, Muscle, like fairly muscly, wasn't overly muscly, but, you know, leery coloured trunks and uh, white hair and things like that. I mean, this this sting to me is sort of like alien. He looks old and, you know, he just looks like an old man um, with sort of like really thinned hair. Um, you know, I, it's hard because... You always wanted Sting in WWE, and over the years, but they've brought him in now when he's sort of like literally a shell. But I mean, hopefully, it'll, I, I'm, I mean, I, I, would, I would be amazed if Sting don't win this match. I mean, I think he's sort of like nailed on to win it. Yeah. But you know, um, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, it's just not the Sting I'm used to seeing. But you know, I'm sure. Let's hope that. I mean, Triple H will do his best to make it a good match. I just think Sting looked sort of like old. I mean, there was talk of Sting's only WWE match being against The Undertaker. I mean, Jesus Christ, can you imagine? You know, that will look like a,
2: mm.
0: a fight in a care home, wouldn't it? Like, they're, 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 you imagine them doing that sort of like old 1940s where the two old blokes are going to have a fight and they're sort of like, you know, doing that thing with their hands where they're like, come on in, come on in, you know, like,
3: I think they should go on further Sting and the Undertaker against Big Show and Kane WrestleMania 31 great match (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: what what about you Kurt what's what's your take on Sting do you think he's going to under the pressure or or... what's your take
3: well I'm I'm also a massive Sting fan but it's just it's took him too long to get here you know. but I'm glad he's getting his WrestleMania moment I'm glad he's You know, all the greats, you know, no matter who they are, they've always, you know, they've all appeared on a WrestleMania show, and Sting's never done that, and, you know, that's another box that he's ticked, you know, this, I think he's 56 years old now, so, listen, no one can be expecting a great match here, you know, Triple H is not even a full-time wrestler (laughs) anymore as well, Like, like others have said, you know, he'll, He'll do his his utmost to make it a good match, and Soul Sting, you know, he'll handle the pressure fine. He'll, but it's physically, he, he just can't. You know, it's natural. He can't do what he wants to do, what he used to do. So I just think if I'm just looking at it, you know, hopefully the the fans are are into the match, but it might be hard if it's not a good match. And you know, just if you go in there not expecting much, we might be we might be a bit surprised, and it might be better than we imagined. But I just. I can't see how it will be a, a, a good match to be honest I just not at this stage of Sting's career it's a bit like The Undertaker you know you you, you can't expect you know great things of a uh, you know a guy who's been in, had injuries and just getting on with age you know it has to stop you know it has to stop and you know they both have given great matches for years but I just think now it, it's he's bringing he's, he's coming in for the novelty act you know Sting he's going to get a Maybe people who weren't that interested, there's going to be a, they're going to be tuning in to see how, how Sting looks, and they're going to be thinking of you know the Sting in WCW in 1996 who was terrorizing the NWO, and it's not going to be the same, but you know it's, it's still good to see him in in, a, in WrestleMania in the WWE.
2: Does anyone know when the last time Sting was actually in a competitive match? How, how long ago are we talking?
1: Oh, three or four years ago. Three year ago.
3: Okay.
0: Uh-huh. TNA, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, would have,
3: been, would have been in TNA, would? Well, he was he was in TNA and he was he was doing that Joker character, wasn't he? Which I mean, it he, he was a horrible character as well that he was doing. And oh, I mean, it was still shocking that he was still wrestling then, to be honest. He he wasn't looking he wasn't looking good at all then. But like I said, he's you he can only hope for so much, I think.
1: But according to, according to WWE, he was never in TNA. You know, WCW yeah. w- w- C- w- C- went bankrupt, and then he was just missing for fourteen years until now.
2: Right. <laughs> okay. What's your thoughts, Dave, on this match? Are you are you interested in this fight or? Yeah, I,
1: I, I think people will be uh, pleasantly surprised. You know, I think uh, Triple H will protect them, and I think the crowd will be into it because the nostalgia factor will help. I mean, I it's it's like uh, when The Rock fought Hulk Hogan. I mean, the cr- the crowd really made that match. I mean, if you watch that match yeah. with the, with the with the volume turned down, it's like the worst match in history. You know, it's like back breaks and balls <laughs> and sin locks and all this. But when you turn the turn the volume up and the crowd are into it and GRs is giving it large, uh, you know it's something else. But uh, I I think I think it'll be fine. I, I I'm sure we'll all get into it. We'll all be overcome with the nostalgia factor and as, as, as long look as long as it's a one. It's a one-time deal. Well, not so much a one-time deal, but you know, Sting wrestling is not going to be a, a regular thing. So you know, once in a blue moon, Sting makes an appearance and does a match where he's protected against the right uh, in the right kind of match. I mean, it's yeah, it's fine. I I I'll have no complaints. I think yeah, uh, I think that they'll do a good job. Triple H will look after him. Mm.
2: So we're all in agreement that we think Sting this is Sting's it's in the bag.
1: Sting Sting should win. Uh, but it'd be interesting because, you know, they're kind of making it out to be WCW versus WWE. So it'd be interesting to see if, you know, will, will Vince say, you know what, we can't let WCW, one of WCW's biggest stars go over one of our uh, biggest stars, you know. Maybe Vince has that mindset, I don't know. But but, but ultimately, I still yeah, I'd still expect Sting to, Sting to win. Is he going to um, come down from the rafters, do we think? only
3: on a a stairlift Kurt maybe (laughs) okay
2: um okay there's only really one match left to discuss and that's the main event of the evening uh the WWE World Heavyweight title match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns um Dave let's start with you mate um the, the build-up, uh, how's has it been for you? Is it, it's a bit. Uh, I know we touched upon it right at the start of the show, um, especially the last night's go-home show and and the the tug of war in the ring between them two was. It, it was poor booking, if you ask me. It's it's not the way you want that to be left leading up to the the main pay-per-view of the year. Um, it, it's, in my opinion, it's not been sold very well. Um, uh, what's your What's your take on it, Dave?
1: Uh, yeah, as you were saying, like that, that, like as a last image before the main event, you know, two guys fighting over the belt. Yeah, it's not the best kind of week, to be honest with you. Um, overall, the build, I think, I think uh, credit must go to Paul Heyman. I think um, he's been exceptional. I mean, I think he's pretty much single-handedly sold this match. Uh, yeah, I that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's been phenomenal on the on the microphone. You know, what, what what he can do with a microphone is on uh on, out of this world. Uh, there was that sit down interview that uh, Brock and uh, Roman Reigns did. It was it was the night that RAW got cancelled because of uh put the Bad the snow, the snowstorm. Yeah, storm, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I thought that was good. But aside from that, it's been all him and and um you know him him you know him and exceptional, but he's you know he he can only do so much, and you know you you can only hear the same uh stuff uh, times I think they really needed to get into it last night you know you know have a physical confrontation and not have a tug of war over the belt i mean that's not uh that's not how you sell a match, but look, it is what it is um i'm interested in the I'm interested to see how it goes um I'm interested to see how the match pans out because um as I said in the last podcast, I don't think Reigns is ready for the main event yet. I don't think he's a main event caliber performer yet. I mean, he he may very well be, um, eventually, but not now. And it'll be you know, if, they, if they do like a thirty minute, thirty five minute match, which you would expect from a WrestleMania main event. It'll be to see how Reigns would hold up, um, because he's had long matches before and against very good guys like Seth Rollins, uh, etc. Uh, and it, um, yeah, it hasn't really been uh, very good, you know. The crowd have been uh, very into it. It's it, it's interesting that um, Kevin Nash was announced last night that he's going into the Hall of Fame because you can really see some parallels between himself, uh, you know, Roman Reigns and the Diesel character back in '95. You know, they really pushed Diesel as this new, the new face of the new generation uh, back back around that time. And the fans, you know, they got into Diesel to a degree, but he wasn't the business mover that they that they expected him to be they being WWE. Um, and I think it's the same thing with Roman Reigns. I think he, he uh, they've they've cho as we said before they've chosen him as their guy, but the fans ha- at best at best are lukewarm towards him. So um, it'll be interesting to see if they do go ahead with their long term plan which is the Roman Reigns goes over as champion or if they if Brock agrees to resign with the company and they leave the belt on Brock or if Seth Rollins cash in i think there's a there's a few possibilities and that's just interesting for me but um as for who's as for my prediction who's going to win uh i'll still i'll I'd still say the smart money is on Roman Reigns so I'd i'd go at reigns
2: okay Rocco What's your thoughts?
0: Yeah, it's really hard to tell because, you know, depending on whether... One thing to point out, regardless of whether he signs a new contract or not, I'm under the impression that Lesnar's contract runs out the night after WrestleMania and he's contracted to be at the Raw after WrestleMania if you remember when he come back, he come back the night after WrestleMania, and he uh, the night after was it John Cena had beaten The Rock, and he come out and F5'd him. His contract runs out the night after WrestleMania, and I'm sure because they normally give out the dates of the Raw that he's meant to be on. I'm sure he's due to be on that Raw, so that does leave. Um, I mean, you would think if he was leaving and he loses the title at WrestleMania. He's, what can he do if he's not gonna come out and challenge him to arena? Do you get what I mean? I, I can't say, it, it, there is a bit of jeopardy in there as to, as to, you know, but again, as you said earlier, depends how early the Rollings match is on. If the Rollings match is on early, expect him to cash in. But who knows? I mean, like, they could do anything with it. They could have, as I say to you, they could have Reigns win it, and then if the crowd reaction, if they're all booing, Vince could go, right, fucking get out of there, Seth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then the next night on Raw, Lesnar could win it back off Seth and say that he never got a rematch. And, you know, that, that, that there is ways that they could change it. So... As to who wins, I would think Reigns, because it seems to be like he's been getting the push, I things, but, um, who ends up with it the night after WrestleMania, I think, is a bit more of a dubious question. Hmm.
2: How
0: about you, and what do you... Um,
2: I, I'm hoping, um, Brock retains, in all honesty. Um, you know we've we've, we've spoken enough about Roman. Uh, pretty much, we all in agreement that the, the push has come a bit too soon for for Roman. Uh, in my opinion, he was he was always the weak link in, in the shield. He was the weakest out of the three, um, um, carried pretty much by by Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Um. Uh, and also, what, what, what I got in my mind is you know um lesnar beaten um the undertaker last last year uh, he was the one who ended the streak we really will they have the guy who ended the streak lose the following year I, I, i'm not sure um but then again we we just don't know what's happening with with lesnar's contract with wwe um if 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 he if he isn't obviously signing for another 12 months then he's going to drop the title be it at WrestleMania, or the following night on on Raw. You know, um, he may he may retain and drop it the following night uh, to a cash in. Um, I'm I'm op- I'm op- I'm hoping Lesnar. I'm hoping Lesnar retains. Um, I just I just got no feelings towards Reigns. Um, I think he's pretty poor in ring. Um, it's p- pretty poor on the mic. Um, uh, so. Uh, I, I'm open, Lesnar, but you, you never know. You never know. Roman seems to be Vince's boy. But what is quite interesting, though, whilst we're on the subject, um, I don't know if any of you caught a recent interview with um, Brock Lesnar. I think he was doing an interview for WWE. I think he was talking to um, to Cole, um, and um, he was he mentioned about his his how he beat beat the Rock. Uh, um, uh, to win his, you know, to become the youngest ever world uh, champion. I think it was a, a Summerslam event, wasn't it? Um, I, I I don't I don't know if they're kind of planting a seed, maybe you know, for for a Rock and Brock uh, rematch down the line. You know, maybe WrestleMania 32. So it makes me think, you know, will will the Rock redeem his cousin's loss? You know, will Reigns lose Sunday? Um, to set up a rock and Brock, but I I don't know. It's, it's, there's a lot of intangibles. There's a lot of things that could go on. Um, I'm, I'm open for Lesnar. I'm open for Lesnar. What, what do you think, Kurt?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same. I hope Lesnar wins. To be honest, I, I think if he doesn't win, I'd hope to see Rollins cash in. To be honest, I don't. I don't think Reigns is ready. I, I just, you know, I'm not saying that can that can never change, but at this moment, I just think. When a guy's been forced, Daniel Throats basically, enforced forced into the main event like this, and the, the fans will obviously rebel and just say, so you no, know, this guy's not good enough. You know, he's, he might have the look, he might come from the, the family background, but he's not good enough at the moment. He needs to prove himself more. Now, if he goes into this match and surprises everyone and has a really good match with Brock Lesnar and wins, then that will obviously make it a lot better for him. But the worst case scenario is if the match is poor, the crowd are dead and Roman Reigns wins the title because what's that going to do for for his character what's that going to do for the the WWE as a whole because people are not going to be happy at all with that so i just i mean with the i've heard about the rock as well the rock and brock maybe uh, i think we mentioned that on another show as well but for me that's that's like short term over long term you bring it back at a guy You know, he'll obviously sell a lot of tickets and get a lot of interest in the short term, but then he'll go back to making movies and he'll be gone again. So you got to focus on other stars, and I can see why. You know, Vince, what he sees in Roman Reigns, he sees a guy that they can push and become a star. Maybe a a bit like The Rock. You know, The Rock, if you remember when he debuted, he he was a bit of a laughing stock. You know, no one took him seriously. It was only when he he got given the Intercontinental title and he he changed his persona that he he got over and he, he showed that he could... You know, he was a talented guy and Ryan Reigns hasn't shown that. He obviously hasn't got the, 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 the mic skills or the charisma, but he hasn't really shown the talent as well either yet. And I think that's why the pressure's on him and he, he has to show that win or lose. You know, he, he he's obviously got Vince's, you know, Vince's got his back to be honest and Vince will definitely be pushing him and even if he loses he'll be still up there. So if he can put in a good performance, like I said, win or lose, then it'll will, it will go a long way to just proving to the fans that he's capable of um, holding the title, but I hope, I'd like to see Brock Lesnar retain. I, th- I think he's, you know, he, he, I, I like the fact that they don't have him out often. I know some people say they want a champion out all the time, and but I, I, I think it, it's good that you only see him now and again and at, the, at, the, at the big shows. I, I think it makes it just makes it better. I think with him it works. Other other guys it wouldn't, but with him it works. And yeah, I hope, I hope he looks really good. Brock Lesnar wins. Mm.
2: He's a special attraction, Brock, isn't he? Yeah, like I say, he, he's a guy they can just yeah. bring out for the big pay-per-views, and uh, you know we're all massive fans of him. Uh, you know, I, th- I think um, he, he's great. He's great in the ring. He just looks, he looks the part. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I hope he, he wins Sunday. Rocco, have you got anything to add?
0: Well, yeah, a couple of quick, quick questions. Do you right? So. You're saying about... I mean, I'm thinking that... I'm not saying I want Reigns to win, but, like, the build he's been getting, and if he's Vince's guy, um, then I can see him win. But as I... From what I said earlier, WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year, normally ends with either the the big fan favourite getting the win, or a a sort of shocking moment. The WrestleManias have ended just with sort of like the bad guy just retaining the but I just can't imagine Brock Lesnar winning and retaining the belt and looking down on him. That's sort of like the end of a, a Monday Night Raw, not the but end of a
3: WrestleMania. I think in, in this in this case, though, it's different because Brock Lesnar may be the bad guy, but in the actual ring, I think the crowd are going to be cheering for him. So if he does win, I think he's going to be the one getting cheered. It's not going to be like, oh, my God, no, the bad guy's won. And I think it's vice versa. If Reigns wins, the good guy. The crowd not gonna be happy, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I I, I I can see I can see your point and I I'm I'm just I'm just thinking you like from you Sam but let's say like Lesnar is um sort of like you know like you say, you might it depends on, as you say it depends on the crowd, doesn't it? It depends on if the crowd are full of like you know, if the crowd are full of people like who was at that Royal Rumble then they're just going to be hard to please. They're just going to boo everything. If they're sort of like knowledgeable fans, then, they, as you say, they might cheer Lesnar on and boo and boo um, Reigns. But you, I'm sure you're going to get fans there, sort of like 10-year-old kids who are going to be cheering Reigns on. So, you know, tr- very mm-hmm. hard to call, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'm try- I'm, what I'm trying to ask you is, can you imagine... Brock Lesnar just retains the belt and looks down on Roman Reigns, who's sort of like just been f 5 and just walks out of it. And there'd, there'd, there'd be no sort of like no need for any confetti and things like that because he's just, he's just retained his belt. It's,
1: you know. It's it's, it's, happened, it's happened before, you know. It's, it, it's, it's unusual, but, you know, it has happened before where the heel goes, uh, retains or, you know, keeps onto the belt. By any means, you know, Triple H uh, retained the title at WrestleMania 2000, I believe. Stone Cold turned heel and won at WrestleMania 17, even though the crowd shared him. Uh, I think the Miz retained his belt at WrestleMania 27. So, you know, it is rare, but it's not unprecedented either.
0: But but that WrestleMania 2000 one, I watched that the other day, actually, again. And he didn't just retain the belt, though. Vince turned on the rock, which was shocking and then the Rock come back in and Rock bottomed all of them. And then Stephanie give it large to him, and he Rock bottomed Stephanie. So mm. it, it yeah. did end with like the crowd getting, get even though the Rock had lost the match. It had the turn in it by Vince, which was like the shocking turn. And then he, he, he gives Stephanie the, the the Rock bottom, which you know, which was brilliant. Which was you know, brilliant storytelling, all done. He didn't need to win the match; he set it up because he won. He won it a month later at Backlash, at one of my favorite, most favorite matches. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there that imagine the end of WrestleMania with, you
1: know. Yeah. What yeah. what what if, what if the what if WWE decide you know look the Reigns face turn isn't working? We've tried everything; the crowd aren't biting. So let's turn him heel. Let's have him and turn on Brock Lesnar and Cybert Reigns. You know, that's a possibility. I think, I think that, that's the one that, an option that I
3: could be looking at. I think we mentioned it on the first show we did. I think that could be a way to, you now when you've got a guy like Reigns who's supposed to be the good guy but he's just getting booed or the crowd not taking to him, well what do you do? You just turn him heel and play, have him play the character and have him, have the fans not like him and have, play him live up to that. Now, with Reigns, you know, he he would need someone to talk for him, and who better than Heyman, and it all works perfectly if Brock Lesnar is leaving, he all, you know, it all fits, Brock Lesnar leaves, Heyman hooks
1: up with um, Reigns, and you've got a a ready-made replacement, really. Yeah, and and to be fair to Reigns, I mean, I know a lot of people talk about his mic skills, but I think it's more the material he's been given, rather than his mic skills, I think um, I've, I've seen him in the past in different uh, in different circumstances where, you know, he's he's well able to talk, but the the, the garbage they've been given him is um, just been, you know, it's not him. So when you're trying to be someone you're not, it's hard. You know, you you mentioned Rocky Moivia there a while ago, you know, The Rock, when he was Rocky Moivia, I mean, he wasn't getting over with the fans. And that was, you know, a large part of that was because, you know, he wasn't being himself a lot of the stuff, a lot of the promos he caught were terrible, uh, you know, but as soon as he became The Rock, I mean, that was an extension of his real-life persona, you know, an exaggerated version of who he really was, and that's what got him over, you saw how charismatic he was, and I Mm -hmm. think Reigns to an extent, I mean, look, he's not, obviously he's not The Rock, and no one's going to be The Rock, but I think Reigns, I I think Reigns has charisma, but it doesn't help when he's been given uh, terrible, terrible material to work with. I mean, They've, I think they're trying to make him making him out to be cena um, Light, you know, kind of like a, a John Cena clone and, uh, you know, that's that's not going to work, you know mm. it's, it's, it's it's like uh, back in the day when you had uh, Lex Luger, you know, they tried to make him out to be another Hulk Hogan, and it didn't work either, that fell on his ears. It's, it seems like when
3: it's forced and, I mean, Louis the Lex Luger one, it was forced so quickly, yeah. fans can just spot it a mile off and they just, they just instantly rebel against it.
1: Exactly, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't blame Reigns, uh, necessarily for the pro, the poor promos. I think it's the, the scripted promos more so. I think, you know, if you... It's, uh, I I have I have my thing about scripted promos anyway, which I don't want to get into now because you know we'll get into it another time. It's just not natural, but, is it? No, you you basically what you should do, and I all the, all the greats talk about it. Stone Cold talks about it extensively. You basically you give you give the wrestler an idea of where where you want the promo to go, but you let the wrestler come up with their own their own lines and their own material. You know, trying to make a wrestler remember word for word from a script. I mean, you know, they they're not actors, you know. Mm
0: if I've just a couple of quick questions <clears throat> first of all is are any of you staying up to watch it live or yes. are you watching it the next morning Andrew go on
2: nah uh, I'll be watching it on the network mate I'll be live to... yeah yeah I've got the money it, mate
1: yeah Dave oh, I'll definitely watch it live I have work the next day but I'll uh, I'll step and watch it
0: mm. Right. go to Angle
3: <laughs> nah no, I'll be I'll have, I'll have to get up so I'll be watching it um I'll be watching it more in the morning when I get up.
0: Will it be like the boxing matches where you, you you don't look at your phone first thing?
3: Yeah, I'll just um, stay away from it and
1: just watch it, and then you know I don't don't have any spoilers. I'm go- I'm going to send a tweet after every match. <laughs> I won't be going near it.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> my, my two kids one, kids because they break up Friday, so they're off, and they was like, oh, can we? Can we watch it like, as it's on? Do you know what I mean? Because we've got, I've got, I've got the network, and they both got Xboxes. One of them's in my, in our bedroom. So, um the wife could be getting turfed out into their room, or we could watch it on the other one's Xbox in their room. But they wanna watch it, I don't know if they're gonna, I mean, they're near enough 8 and 11. I, I don't know if they're gonna, I think they will, I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're not, um I don't know, a bed tilts so or. am I better not to speak too so much. Some, someone have called a bloody social on me, but they're not a bed. At, they're not a bed at seven o'clock to a, a Jack and Ori story. Basically, do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're they're not averse to staying up, sort of like late. So they want to watch it. So I'm debating whether to let them because the older one, I think eleven, was the sort of like time I would have sort of like I remember watching a live. So um, yeah, I'm poised. I'm Just...
3: Just give him plenty of coke, the liquid form, and that will be to stay out of it. Hopefully.
1: I remember. Um, I remember staying up late to watch WrestleMania six, but I didn't watch it as such. It was remember the old scrambles. Uh, old Sky movie. It was on Sky Movies, but it was all scrambled. You know, you could hear the commentators, but you couldn't watch the the, the footage. So I remember, like, I was like five at the time, and I remember, like, uh, when Hulk Hulk Hogan last, I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> do you remember when?
3: Do you remember when um, Channel Four had the rights to one of the Royal Rumbles? I think it was two thousand,
1: wasn't it? Two thousand, dead yeah mm. Terrible.
0: And, and do you remember that? when they had that, they had the rights. I think they showed. Um,
3: Didn't they used they showed... to have Heat as well, Sunday Night Heat or no. whatever it was? And it, That's they heat. did. It just was a bit poor, were not it?
0: They showed the main event now. I think it might have been that backlash, but um, well, I think Sky had shown it the, the night previous. They showed an event, it was that year And I remember like, it was like They showed it at like nine ten o'clock On a Monday night And the Undertaker hit someone with a chair And they've done what they do it on On Sky when they show replays of Raw And they like, they cut the chair shot out And I thought, seriously? Channel 4, who showed pit- Programmes about pedophiles And embarrassing bodies People's shit pipe And, and
3: <laughs> like uh, it's, like it's, it's Sky with the Box though, isn't it, when they apologise for the swearing at, like, one o'clock in the morning.
0: It's, oh, it's just, oh, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, I remember watching that I'm thinking, oh, do me a favour, do you know what I mean? Like, Channel 4, like, with their edgy, you know, we're really the edgy channel and all that, and then they won't show, like, a chair shot in Bristol. In Fuck.
1: Just, just, just to further on that, sorry, Rocco, uh, Channel 4 had the rights to uh, four pay-per-views from 2000 until 2002. So it was the Royal Rumble backlash. I think they had one in the summer and then, uh, the, an Armageddon to the December pay-per-view. So what they did was, okay, for the Royal Rumble, they showed that live, but then they took breaks in the middle and the WWE fans were in uproar saying like, how can you take breaks during a live event? No one ever, Skype never done this. So what channel, channel 4 did to compensate was they showed it on a like a, a 50 minute delay. So they could show break, they could cut breaks and then t- uh, come back where the action uh, uh, left off. And it was terrible because you weren't watching it live and they were still cutting it. Even at three o'clock in the morning, they were still censoring chair shots. And there were, I remember uh, Backlash 2000 when Bobber A. Dudley put Trish Stratus through the table. They they cut that out as well, even though it was like half two, three o'clock in the morning. It, their, their coverage was diabolical. it was terrible.
2: Okay. Sky got it
1: back then and uh, put all those events on pay per view.
2: Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see um, how well WrestleMania sells for Sky this year. You know, obviously you now that um, the UK have got got the network. Um, I I don't know who in the right mind would be paying Sky twenty quid on Sunday when they can get the network for a tenner.
1: Um, well, that that was the whole that was the, uh, part the whole, Yeah. yeah. It wasn't it from the network coming over to the UK that I don't think Sky were happy with their pay-per-views being undercut with Mm. the network. So.
0: You've got to think, I mean, when that, is that what, is that what caused, you know when the network was meant to launch and then the day before it it suddenly got pulled? Yeah. And people were, like, people were wondering why and, you know, that was the obvious thing with with Sky, but, and in and then for the Royal Rumble, Sky put the pay-per-view price up, but, The only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think with this is, like, what you're saying, I agree with you, who would pay £20 for that when you can buy the network, but, like, the likes of us, I've got the network, and, like, probably I won't watch anything on it, other than, I mean, my boys watching, like, the old Royal Rumble and things, but I won't watch it, like, a lot, and I'll, I'll use it mainly for the main event, um, and a bit like Box Nation, like really I could sort of like cancel it for a couple of months and then, you know, just just get, I won't because that's what I've done with Box Nation. There's months on Box Nation where there's no fights or, you know, and I always think to myself, right, I'll cancel it and then put it back on. But that's what these companies know. They know that you just, once you've set up the direct debit, you're not going to, you, you, it's too much aggravation, but with the, the yeah, but with the network, I think it is easy to you. you just don't log into your account and and deactivate it, and then you know go back in and reactivate it. So,
3: um, I mean, I, I got the network when it, I got the network before it came out in the UK. I got it for the the United States version. I, you, had, you had to like do something with Amazon. You had to sign into Amazon dot com, download it, and put it on your device, your Xbox, whatever. Because I, I didn't think that it would come out here for a while because while Sky was still showing the pay-per-views, I, I just didn't see how it would work and they kept, you know, putting it up and saying it. You know, and I'm, I'm surprised it's, that they you know, they've got it going and they're still putting pay-per-views on because I just, I mean, I can't see why people would be paying for it. And it's even more expensive in the United States, so I, it seems a bit weird why people would be bothering to do it. I mean, it's different if they locked you in, like they said, you know, if you sign up for the network, you gotta be locked in for six months. I think that's what they originally did, but now they,
1: they you can just, Canceling whenever you want. But you, you know, it's interesting, Kirk. I mean, you say that, I mean, uh, why would anyone buy the pay per view? And you know, I, I would, of course, think the same. But uh, Survivor Series was available to everyone for free on the network, and that actually did very well in pay per view compared to their other pay per views. So it's it, I, I, it's interesting. I I don't know if people are afraid of new technology, or mm. if, if if you know if if they you know the, you know people may think uh, the network. Is the stream a bit dodgy because I know there's been a lot of complaints about the stream, the live feed breaking up from time to time, and that's the last thing you want when you're watching a big event like WrestleMania or, or you know Survivor Survivor Series was uh, you know a very much anticipated uh, event, and I th- I, you know, I don't know if people are afraid of new technology or what, but you know, it's just so. Mm-hmm. You also got to remember, there's
0: probably people that that like. um, They've got some, I mean, I don't, I don't know how Sky box office works with, like, if you've only got, like, Freeview or talk talk and things like that, where you can still get the box office things on there. I should imagine you can, but there probably are people without, you know, computers or kids whose parents won't sign up for £10 a month, but they might get, like, they're allowed to, to have, like, WrestleMania and SummerSlam, do you know what I mean? So I can only, I can only presume it's... Uh, things like that, but you can't, it must be, I mean, that the the amount of people in that position who, you know, maybe kids who get to choose two pay-per-views or things like that, I mean, Sky literally must be, there must be about 100 people buying it, whereas I would imagine before the network, I would imagine an illegal streams and things, I would imagine you probably would have had pretty much every wrestling fan, so you could have had sort of like 500,000.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Hmm. I remember, I remember back in the day begging my father to buy, uh, the Tyson Bruno 2 pay-per-view for me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of kids are in that position as well, you know, saying, please buy that pay-per-view for me, and uh, their parents are telling them to go and fuck off out of it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I to go back to the point about the network, um, I'm I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people as well that live in, they live in an area, uh, where they just don't get good broadband or good internet you know and their only uh recourse is to buy the actual pay-per-view and you know what that and that's what strikes me as funny when you have the likes of jb and michael called basically mocking people who are buying their pay-per-views and what are you doing you idiot paying 65 bucks for this you could get it on the network for 10 dollars and the guys who actually bought the pay-per-view are like "What well, fuck you i can't i can't buy, it. i can't get the network because i can't i can't get good internet where i live so I'm paying you guys seventy dollars or whatever the pay per cost over there, and you're mocking me for doing it. That's not good customer relations. Mm. You've got a
0: very good
1: point
0: there. Mm. And uh, uh, and one the other question I was going to say was what, what um what order would you put this card in? Like what 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 order would you put the matches in, and what order do you think the matches will be put in? Do you get what I mean?
1: I think I think the ladder match you're lumping up the show. I, 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 lumping up the main show. Obviously, we know the kickoff, the tag team match is the is on the kickoff. But the the main uh, four hour WrestleMania, I think the first match will be the latter match. Um The co main event will be Triple H and Sting probably. And then, as I said earlier on, after Triple H and Sting, they'll probably show the the divas out there for four or five minutes, cool the crowd down before they. They're brought back up again for the main event, which of course is Lesnar and Reigns.
0: Where are you sticking Taker and John Cena's matches in that? And
1: Taker and Wyatt will probably be will probably be, uh, before Sting and Triple H, I'd say. It's which is which is interesting as well because Taker's, Taker's entrances are usually in dark, and this is open air, and it'll probably still be daylight when that match is on. So you know that makes for an interesting dynamic as well. But uh, yeah, I think Taker and Wyatt would be on before um, Sting Triple H, and then before that, Cena Rusev probably.
2: Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. I, I think if 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 it's not the ladder match, let's open. I think it probably could be Orton and Rollins, um, but the other matches are much of a muchness really. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna end with um, Lesnar and and Reigns. Um maybe the Divas match just before um Sting and Triple Sting and Triple H being the co main event. Um uh, yeah, I, I don't know in honesty. Um I b- would probably have to tend to agree with what Dave Dave has just said. Um
0: If you remember though, when they used to have like WrestleMania seven and eight when they had like well, seven it wasn't actually called the co main event but obviously the career ending match Savage and Warrior, and then obviously WrestleMania 8, Savage and Flair, which was classed as the the, the double main event. That match was in the middle of the card, pretty much like Taker Lesnar was last year, and like Taker Shawn Michaels matches and Taker Triple H matches have been. So they sort of like, it's like they build up, like, build up, build up, build up to like a big match in the middle, then there's the come down Divas match where everyone goes for a piss. And then it's like, right, well, okay, then build up, build up, build up, build up again to the main. But that's an interesting point you say about the Undertaker's entrance. So could the Undertaker's match not be one of the last ones on? So it's in the dark. I mean, as that worked time-wise with San Francisco, Dave. As-
1: I'm not. I'm not really an expert on the daylight saving time uh, in San Fran but I'd, I'd imagine it'll still be in the daylight when Taker comes out, or at least kind of dusky, so yeah, it, it, that'll, be, that'll be interesting, I know obviously the last time that would have happened would have been uh, when Taker fought Joint um, Gonzalez at WrestleMania 9, that was, the, that was in the bride as well, you know, but gen- yeah, generally speaking, Taker's entrances are dark, you know, it's all about the atmosphere, and even Bray Wyatt's same, you know, his lights go off when he comes out as well, but I don't I don't know if that will be the case, you know, in an open air stadium when it's still bright. You know, I'd, I'd imagine it'd still be bright. But yeah, that's something to consider as well. And you're, you're talking about the earlier WrestleManias, yeah, that used to be the format they had. You know, back in those days, they had a lot of fitter matches as well, didn't they? You know, you had WrestleMania Eight, you had guys like uh, they threw out like Owen Hart against Skinner for about ten seconds, and you know, like Greg Valentine against the Earthquake for about two minutes, you know you know matches matches like that don't, they don't really have those type of matches anymore no no but
0: i i agree with you so i think i'm wondering whether if if that match was to go on second last whether it would be dark enough to do like they're both their entrances do you know what i mean so we'll have, we'll have to see uh, you know if anyone listening to this is from america or is into astronomy or time zones and can let us know whether
3: it's going to be dark well, What what time does it start uk time 12. And, then, and San is seven hours behind us right now, aren't they? so... Yeah,
1: but our clocks go forward an hour Saturday, so it'll be eight hours behind on Sunday. Yeah, so it's hard to see it being dark when yeah, it won't be dark, yeah. will it? It'll be no, dark. No. The, the thing is, they have to accommodate the East Coast. Yeah. Well, you know, so the East Coast, the, the show starts at seven, I think. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be bright.
0: And can I just ask, that stadium, which looks magnificent, is not. Um, No, but when you look at the picture of it, did any of you seen the picture of it um from like like above with the sort of like WrestleMania set being built? It's yeah. like it looks like a baseball stadium because it's, there's stands on three sides, but on the other side, there just looks like a a wall. So, not if you any of you are into the NFL or anything, but um how does that stadium? What is on... Like, if you was in the stadium and you wasn't behind one of the gulps, you was on the other side to that wall, what is that wall? What, what is that all about? Not a okay. Because it's like... It's a, imagine a football stadium with three sides that have got stands and then the other side, it just looks like a block of flats. It, it don't look... There's no sort of like... Or from the, from the shot that i see, from the air... It doesn't look like there's any like seats or terrace in. It just looks like so. I'm wondering if that is purely that whole side is purely um, like executive boxes. Do you mm-hmm. get
1: what I mean? Well, it's it's uh, it, it is an NFL stadium. I know that much. Uh, I think it's the 49ers' home stadium. It is, uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's brand
1: new as well. Levi Stadium, that's it, isn't it? Yeah yeah thats that's the 49 er stadium as far as i as far as i know so yeah it's, it's an american football um, uh stadium purpose built for that so um yeah if you
0: have a look, it's very if you have a look at the stadium it, it looks weird because of a thing like one one side of the pitch there's no like it doesn't look like there's any seats outside it just looks like a a like a a, a block of flats basically like a a building Do you know what i mean there's, there's yeah no seats so it's it looks weird. It looks like a baseball stadium, like three sides. But I just wondered if he, he, any of you knew w- what whether that side was just purely all like executive boxes. Yeah. Or
1: I can't. I can't say I've noticed Rocco anywhere. You know, but um, at least it'll be warm there anyway because uh, I was there for uh, WrestleMania 29 in uh, New Jersey, and once the clouds the clouds came up, it was uh, freezing. Mm.
2: Yeah, I th- I think on that tangent. I think um we're running pretty close. I think our run time at the moment is about 1 hour 45. Um I think it's probably and now a good time to wrap this up lads. If you yeah. We, yeah. Um, yeah, we've
1: we pretty much covered everything, I think.
2: Yeah, we've gone through the entire card. Um there's obviously been some good discussion points. We've previewed every match. Um I think if we do a show, uh, maybe this time next week, uh, just a review where we go through the, the matches again, mm-hmm. discuss what 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 went on and the, the talking points from the night. Um, so, first of all, I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in and hope you give us some some feedback on on the show. Um, I'd like to thank David Lee uh, on the panel. I'd like to thank Rocco and Kurt Ward. I've been your host, Andrew Lee Evans, and until next time, good night.
1: Bye. Ow! <laughs>